It was someone trying to make yeah. money, and they like, oh, like, oh, my kid's in this balloon. We should all <laughs> help me. My God, that was so long ago. It was, well, it was a while ago. And then, like, the kid was just in a barn and came out because he felt bad. <laughs> Mike's not going to let you forget. Yeah, never forget about balloon balloons. <laughs> remember, the, remember the pictures of the, I just remember the news articles and the pic, pictures oh, of yeah. the balloons. It, For, like, three hours, everyone was freaking out because they thought there was an eight-year-old floating away into space. <laughs> it doesn't matter where you move, where you live now. Mike will not let you and your balloon-loving family forget about you, balloon boy. I, I send out e-blast about it every quarterly you know <laughs> this is your annual balloon boy, balloon boy probably has like a kid in college now <laughs> probably <laughs> but oh, mike's not gonna let him forget this. i hope he has a podcast this is this is how you get like three pieces to i know what you did last summer <laughs> like, <laughs> like an adjacent guy on a podcast being like i know what you did boy. <laughs> which i appreciate mike so yeah this is this whole podcast is gonna take a new turn perfect that was my intent <laughs> Well, as always, welcome back to Rapid Troop Sucks, where you hear about Mike's debaucherous plans to track people down or, I don't know, humiliate them on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who have I humiliated? I'm just saying Balloon Boy. I mean, I'm no, not saying Balloon yeah. Boy doesn't deserve it. Mike wants to find all Balloon Boy deniers. Yeah. Like, Teach them a lesson. I like to think of Mike as, you know, going to Party City, sees, you know, kids walking around with balloons, and he just gives them the stink eye. Mm-hmm. Kind of keep my eye on you <laughs> next Balloon Boy. You kids. My, 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 my Mike does like backdoor deals like after hours like I'll give you $500 for your security footage only in the balloon mm. aisle Mike's backdoor <laughs> balloon deals uh, well dot gov. as always if you want to write us for Mike isolated sound clips we're we're going to open with a lot of them yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to open up with a lot of things you know we're continuing on the theme welcome back to our December episode of uh, themed presence last week we had speed racer this this week morphed into something <laughs> it originally was me just saying i want a ninja movie mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. we yeah. got that i guess not really yeah <laughs> sort of i wanted martial arts and then i said hell i've been having a movie in my mind the back of my mind at least for a while uh Jim Cotta, 1985 which we'll be covering Jim Cotta from 1985 today yeah this is the present you get if you're <laughs> naughty for example sort of <laughs> Yeah. I feel people need to see Jim Cotta. Um, no, I, I do as well. Yeah, Jim Jim Cotta's super weird. I want to open like this. Usually, I'm the one who's like, I like films. I'm the easygoing. I like films. I like this one. This movie is a train wreck. This movie is pieced together out of a fever dream, out of a drug bet, out of I don't even know what. Someone owed someone something. And this is how it unfolds into this movie. And I can't look away. So I, in a weird way, I want everyone to see Jim Cotta. Um, I was only kind of sort of aware of Jim Cotta. Oh, wait. Hey, uh, we're a podcast about obscure, <laughs> uh, forgotten about, and often overlooked things. But Rabbit Troop sucks. As always, I'm Paul. Next to me is Mike. Hello. Uh, next to me on one side is Lamar. Hello. Next to Lamar is Jeremy. Yes. <laughs> and, next, ne- and next to the, the the ghoulish Jeremy is Colin. Yo. And you know what, Paul? It's all right to get carried away and start talking. Well, Which is, I mean, we're all plot. really excited I mean, about this movie. You're excited about yeah. the plot. I mean, you want to yeah. get into it right away. Yeah. They know who we are. It's a movie with a bunch of nobodies doing the weirdest shit right from the get-go. And the story is just so off the rails. <laughs> Unbelievable that you can't. And there's a guy with a hawk. I mean, that guy's there. So, a giant um, <laughs> fucking hawk. I mean, there is a lot of stuff going on. Um, I, I don't I don't even know where to begin. Um, I, well, I, first I, of all, I think 
it, like I know nothing about editing movies, but I guarantee you. I could have edited this film better. Jeremy, with, that was one of all the stock. A lot of my notes are, are these super hard cuts where somehow people just, they're like, screw growing the story. Uh, we don't need exposition. If we just transition into another location, people are going to get it. Um, I guess like I could piecemeal this movie together. But I mean, if you wanted even an attempt at a serious movie, the end result and the the editing just negates that. It's insane. Like the yeah, Jeremy's right. Like the editing is horrendous. Yeah, it doesn't. It's non-existent. This this was a movie that was conceived of on like a barroom napkin by people who did not know how to make a movie. <laughs> the first time I saw this movie uh, was more recent because I mean it was years ago. But it's brought up in an episode of the Goldbergs, and then I think Mike, you, me, and Lamar watched it. Right. That's correct. And evidently, it's a running gag on Mystery Science Theater 3000. That's how yeah. I was made aware of it for a long time, being a long-time fan of it. Uh, just it, This movie escaped my gaze for the longest time, and I finally, Paul, Mike, and I, we had to come together and finally put this thing down to rest and watch it. Yeah, I, th- I think vaguely, like, I remember the poster, like, that was on the, the movie cover, um, but I had not seen it. So you guys have seen this more than once, then? I've seen Correct. this maybe this is my third time. <sighs> Ouch. <laughs> I think we saw this when we were kids, Paul. This might be. This this could be true. I think you mentioned that when we watched the first time too, Paul. Because that was the last time I saw this movie was back when I was a child. Like when we were like yeah, middle school, I high mean, school. This movie is just so bizarre that even like rewatching it, there's moments I'm like, I don't remember what happens next. And then things unfold, I'm like, Oh my god, this is happening. Dude, um, the first 14 minutes of this movie is like an entire James Bond movie yeah. played out like in 14 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me open with the IMDb plot. Uh, an American gymnast travels to a foreign country to compete in a deadly game not won by anyone other than a native in more than 900 years. Dimpa dimpa So what you're saying is there's a chance. <laughs> There is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, who's signing up for this? Like, hey, nobody's outside of this country has won this game in 900 years. And if you lose, you die. Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds that sounds fantastic. Sign me up. Right. They sign a million people up for it <laughs> from all different countries. Yeah. I mean, I love the idea of this. Um, what the game actually is seems mm, kind of made up on the spot. I guess we'll get there. Yeah. Um, that doesn't seem to really be followed uh, by uh, any anyone. <laughs> Anyone's side uh, doesn't... Anything goes. It's whatever they want to do. <laughs> right, right. So that th- we'll talk about that. Um, so, quick question. It, this movie reminds me a lot of Bloodsport, only it's worse. Mm-hmm. But this movie came before <laughs> Bloodsport. Like, mm. the um, foreign combatants travel to exotic location to do some kind of battle competition. What movie of that category came before this? Well, well do you know where... Yeah, I feel like you're leading us somewhere. I, no, I'm not. I'm genuinely oh, curious. Well, I and Colin's looking at like the, a fucking moron. Well, it was, oh, we based, have, it was based on a book. What book? I That's don't true. remember. It was, I think it was called The the Silliest Game. Or like The, the Terrible Game. The Silliest Game. The Terrible Game. It's called The Terrible Game. The Terrible Game, terrible yeah. game <laughs> by Dan Tyler Moore. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, so they made a terrible movie out of The Terrible Game. <laughs> this movie is based on a book. Yeah. Okay. But but I, I think you're on to something where I think like that book probably is the pre... Like, 
with this movie has a ton of themes that you see in a lot of way yeah. better movies. Oh, that, that, that was my point. Like, there's a lot of movies that come after this, like Bloodsport, Mortal Kombat. Well, the director, others. I think, has a knack for doing... Um, did we mention that director already? Oh, he did. He, uh, no, not yet. He Robert did, uh, Klaus? Yes. He, uh, he did China famous. O'Brien. <laughs> oh, shit, really? <laughs> One and two. And he both. Entered a dragon. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so he shit, has a okay. knack for uh, gathering people to a tournament. He uh, knows he the same thing or two. He yes. also did the screenplay of Blind Fury. Oh, yeah. With okay. Rucker Hauer. Yeah. Uh, nice. He also is the writer of uh, Bruce Lee, the biography. Okay. So what happened here? <laughs> See, this is the That's a decent, this is it's an experiment when you start experimenting with shit. And like, I need to recapture that Enter the Dragon cinema, but maybe spice it up a little yeah. and add some gym aspect to it. You know, I kind of wonder if this is one of the things where maybe like the author had <laughs> input and he's like, "No, you got to stay true to the material." And so they tried to jam a book's worth of stuff into like seventy minutes. Maybe I honestly that watching this that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I hope the author, after watching this movie, strangled somebody to death. This author isn't even a fiction writer. He does, like, nonfiction finance stuff. Well, this is how you let loose sometimes. He experimented, and he shouldn't have. A lot of people experiment. So he experimented, and then the director experimented together. Yeah, I I published 12 books on C++, Mm -hmm. and then I published a book on witchcraft. I don't see (laughs) see what the problem is. Put them all together. (laughs) I, I think you should just leave me alone and let me do what i do um what about kurt thomas uh the lead jonathan i don't think we could fault him for anything in this movie outside of just oh perfection God. i just believe perfection yeah, he, yeah. academy genius. award acting performance yeah every he was an olympian though so you gotta give him that he did do mm-hmm. olympic stuff he did gymnast stuff yeah. yeah a lot yeah did his own stunts you think yeah no i think he's very oh, good yeah. at doing gymnastics yeah he he is yeah making gymnastics look like a convincing form of combat uh yeah not and by the way jim kata is not said or mentioned at all throughout the entirety of this movie they came close it was a couple times but you're right i didn't hear the actual name mentioned i in my heart know when he killed each and every person he whispered it he's like (laughs) jim kata (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then snap someone's neck and we the audience just didn't hear it but i knew even right. he, he yeah. sol- somersaulted past someone and they just fell over randomly Jim <laughs> yeah so disarming that guy's like what like and then that guy's down <laughs> like yeah you would never see it coming that's the real sig- secret of Jimkata. uh so yeah we're not even in this movie nope. yet um so we open with a bunch of horse racing and a heartbeat i mean as you would expect with mm-hmm. any movie uh Horse racing in a heartbeat and some rando running um, and some horseback people chasing a man. Yeah, we have an interesting combination of there's a man in like green leisure suit pants and a T-shirt mm-hmm. uh, being chased by some ninjas. A, a bulging man. <laughs> and, and also a bulging like fur vested barbarian kind of guy. <laughs> in a blue leisure suit. Yeah. Um and there's also, this is one of those things that they didn't explain that it wasn't until way deeper in the movie that I figured out what was going on. There, there are some ninjas who are just like yeah, track, they're, they're track marshals or like referees or something. <laughs> they're not doing anything. They're just like watching shit. Yeah. They're like, go this way. Guys. No, that's not universally true. There are some ninjas that do that. 
then sometimes that same ninja might kill you. And then you well, kill those are that ninjas ninja. in training. Well, yeah, then you well, kill that ninja. It depends I mean, on the context. Sure. So anything goes yeah. in that ninja society. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, the, the, you know, the, the green trousered gentleman is he's trying to make his way over some kind of crevasse. Uh, and a ninja shoots him directly in the penis with a bone. Yeah, about two feet away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is two feet from making it clear of this this precipice he's also on a and, rope so you could you could do a million things oh yeah cut the anything rope. uh yeah but that that's what they decided on they shoot him they shot him in the dick with a bow and arrow it might be from against the rules away. to cut the ribs but dick stuff is in play yeah my, my thought is always yeah. in play my okay. thought is in theory they can't really take away your means to get there like to and fro oh sure in theory sure um we but, also don't know the rules yet. No. <laughs> that, or that, that, will we ever? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's like, like rolling the dice, like, like taking a like some out of a hat. Like they could do whatever. But it does seem like, in theory, most things should get you to and from, and they can't take that away, even though they keep taking those things away <laughs> later. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but r- right after the dick shot, um, we get gym stuff. Mm. Jonathan's yeah. doing like gym shit. Yeah, and you wouldn't believe that the budget of this film uh, really highlights how terrible this opening sequence is. It's oh wow! Yeah, really, it's really the varnish of the movie that you want to see because <laughs> it's just awful. It looks like I'm watching a VHS tape on. So yeah, you're like, at the Olympics, like <laughs> like introductory gym. gymnastics yeah. VHS. Yeah. yeah. The the one thing I su- I really noted is how terrible the audio is. Like it's like for even a movie in 1985, yeah, it's, it's very bad. Terrible, oh, definitely. Yeah. Like it, it just goes up and down throughout the whole movie. The sound effects are bizarre. It's nuts. It it is nuts, but it doesn't last very long. Yay. Um, because there's John, a, Jonathan does win the gymnast competition. Yeah, he won the whole the whole thing, whatever that was. <laughs> whatever that was. Um, and he's just like cooling out in a room afterwards, and a guy with a suit's like, "Hey, uh, by the way, we're gonna send you to Commie Stand because there's I, a satellite station I or whatever." A, I have a question. What's that oh, guy's what? name? That's a very good question. I did not catch it. Yeah, I, I couldn't even look it up. I don't know the guy's name. Okay, <laughs> I wrote him down as a recruiter because I'm guessing that's what he's doing. He he is. Heavily through the beginning of this film. Yeah. I have no idea what his name is what? because there are, there are several people uh, without pictures in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and by the, the way, the, the country is Parmistan. Parmistan? Uh, yeah. Parmistan. Yeah, I, yeah. And they yeah. are, little known fact, the inventor of Parmesan cheese. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I, I'm, buy, I'm buying into this. I'm, 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 I'm going to make, make that my, is a lie. I'm going to make that my lie. Thank you. Thank you. Might Never trust the, anything I say. Might get that on a shirt. Parmistan. Okay. I'll, I'll get the. Uh, well, well Parmistan is real. I mean, Parmistan in this movie. It, that's what it's called. Is the, in the country movie. they okay. go yeah. to? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I've confused everybody. I'll get the uh, the unpaid RTS graphic designer to make yeah. a T-shirt. Yes. But this guy. Yeah. So he does. The whole point of this movie is that what the, the U.S. government wants to build like a satellite relay station in this country because it's the only place that they can do it. For their Star Wars program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say Star Wars so many oh, times. Oh, they love Star Wars, yeah. But it's like every other country wants to do the exact same thing. And yeah. that's 
why they're sending a gymnast to go do this, even though they send other people later but it, anyway. But it would be the ultimate early warning system yeah. for Earth. Earth. Right, right. Ultimate. And even John. The nice thing about, yeah. The nice thing about all this, though, is that it makes absolutely no difference. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like they could, <laughs> even if all of the countries were able to establish this satellite system and, you know, not compete with each other, they could have all done this diplomatically and they chose not to anyway. Yeah, I, right. Colin, I totally agree. Uh, when we when we meet the Khan, who is in charge of all of this, he's like the nicest dude. He's a and, puppet. <laughs> right, right. But like if it was just like, hey, we just need to build this satellite that everyone in the world could access and is just really conveniently in your country. But um, it's really not for war or anything. Like you can access it. Everyone can access it. Uh, we just need it right here. I'm pretty sure the guy would have been like, all right. No, but well, the other guy didn't want that. He he wouldn't, but for other reasons. Not because, it's because, <laughs> not, to, not to get too far ahead, but Parmistan is in like the 15th century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're it's like, like the village from the others. Yeah, they're like medieval, basically. <laughs> I'm sure something could have been worked out where they could have benefited. You'd think. No, not the others, the village, whatever shitty M. Night Shyamalan movie. Anyway. Um, Mike loves M. Night Shyamalan. Even Jonathan's like, why don't we just send troops in and unnamed maybe CIA agents like, oh, Jonathan, that's not in style. <laughs> that's the old hat. <laughs> yeah. We just send in gymnasts now. Also, uh, the voice that you used for the guy from Rollerball saying Jonathan a lot, I believe is the same voice that I will use for everyone in this movie. Oh, you should. Perfect. <laughs> Jim Cotta. Um, and Jonathan's like, yeah, great. I don't, whatever. That's, that seems great. Um, and the only way to... <laughs> I was really drunk when I watched this. My, my notes are all over the I place. I bet. Well, so the only way that they can gain access yeah. to get somebody into the country that's a foreigner is to sign them up for this... The game. Unwinnable game. Right, yeah. but did we talk about the ultimate goal? The satellite. The Star I'm Wars satellite. satellite, Well, if you win yeah. Gymkata, you, oh, you, 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 you get a wish. You get a wish, everybody. I didn't hear anyone say that. What, what was it You get a wish? Yeah. yeah. When they yeah. can did make one that? request I I yeah. from the con, con. I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess their request is to build a satellite there. <laughs> Good call. Pharmacy has a genie. Well, it wasn't a magical wish. It was whatever you want from this guy, he's going to give it to you. Anything that you want at all. But you get it. From that guy. You know, and also, I think that they cast this film by going to some, like, Irish pub in Chicago. And, like, everybody in here is now in this movie. Uh, right. Come with me. It was uh, the same bar that they wrote the movie on the napkin. I don't know about that, because did you read the trivia online about them going to the, like, the, the asylum <laughs> city? True. No. No, I didn't what? Hear about the asylum city trivia. Okay. I didn't read the trivia. Well, the asylum city is that those people were let loose from an asylum. And they gave them food and gave them alcohol in return from them being on the movie. So the scene later uh, in the movie... Are you fucking kidding where me? Where it seems that's, exactly like that's happening. That's what was actually that's happening. That's what's on IMDb. <laughs> wow. Phenomenal. That, yeah. I gotta give it to him. I gotta look into that further. That was the best scene in the movie by far. Oh, yeah. Well, it was definitely the longest. You saw, you, saw, you saw the real grit of that. Yeah. It's gonna take a while to get there, though. Well, this un- unknown mm-hmm. government guy, I also want to note, he's like, well, Jonathan... We just wanted to recruit you, and everything's going to be great. Your father died in Jimkata, and we want you to take his place, and you'll be granted a wish. But we knew you were the man for the job. Yep. And he's like, all right. Did Jonathan, up until this point, know that his father died during I have, this contest? Did Jonathan know his dad so. was a super spy? No. I don't know what the hell's going on. What, what was the movie, uh, Never Too Young to Die? Yeah. This, yes. At this point in time, in this movie, we're in like a Never Too Young to Die 
John Stamos moment. Like, yeah, it sounds like it. Hey, you're just like a teen athlete and you're a badass. We want to recruit you. I'm like, what? Why? He's kind of brooding like he knows that, yeah, I want to go after these guys because he kind of knows that his dad died. That, I kind of get that feeling that he knows. Okay, mm-hmm. hear me out. You just got off the parallel bars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And fresh off the bars. Fresh off the bars. You dust off your hands, mm-hmm. a little cloud, and it goes, even in slow motion, it goes, pop, 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 pop. And then you see the dust dissipate. Yeah. And this guy's like, hey, your dad died. But if you go to a foreign country where I just drop you off, you're going to now enter a martial arts tournament, sort of. You're also going to be running around fighting for your life. But I think you're really good at gymnastics. I think you're the man for the <laughs> job. And there's going to be hundreds of people. Yeah. And you know nothing else about this. I think you're in, Jonathan. So, Lamar, you're in. Did these two have a pre-existing yes. relationship? I have no idea. No, no. <laughs> Nobody knows. So, speaking of things that I didn't understand, the next scene is their beginning training. And... Princess Rubali. Yeah, he's oh, like, oh, yeah. by yeah. the way, I have the princess of this country here to help you mm-hmm. and ultimately like, have sex with you. Don't worry about that. The princess. Wh- why is she here? She, she's just helping around. things out. Apparently, she's know? a ringer. She, she's an expert. She oh, she can. She knows the rules of the game. Well, right, but like, why does? Oh, that is that a set of <laughs> lyrics? I think, I think she's <laughs> a ruler. She's something. She knows the rules of the game. <laughs> it's lyrics now. So I, I don't know He's how she got maker. in contact with the U.S. guys, but I think her goal is to bring the country into the 20th century to get it prepared for the 20th century. Princess yeah. Rubali yeah. was in the Money Pit. She marries uh, the dad. Like, uh, who leaves them nothing and like gets married. Okay. It's like the, very well, yeah, she's, name. she's looking for some, some new D, you know, that Farmistan is not known. Yeah. Wait, in this movie or the money pit? No, in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. She well. wants to get, she wants to get some international D. So we call it the JD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. So, okay. Well, she, so, mm-hmm. Whatever spy guy was like, hey, Princess Rabali, we're going to send. Hey, someone- Princess Rabali. Hey, Princess. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> God damn it. We're gonna send someone to your country to do the game. He's gonna win, and his wish is going to be to modernize the country, which is what you want. Can you pleasure him during his training and? Offered no other assistance. Whoa, 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 whoa. She was like... It was, can you not talk to him for a while <laughs> and train him in God knows what, then pleasure Did she him. train him in anything? She's she's supposed to prepare him. Prepare him. By, you know, by, you know, teaching him not to trust anyone in some, uh-huh. like, Cato-style Pink Panther way. Well, like, prepare was in quotes, Mike. You take <laughs> it too literally. It seems like all the, all the training was done by the Hawk guy. Well... That's well, great. that guy. Well, two guys. Do you, wait. Do you guys know the names of those two guys? No, no. there's no Their names. names were Easter Trainer and Western Trainer. Are you sure? <laughs> wow, there you go. That okay. is something. I love well, it. That's good writing right the there. Hawk <laughs> if the hawk's name is just Hawk, that would be just fine. Tiny Pete. Hawkeye. Yeah. And by the way, this hawk is—is it? Did you guys not 
think that that hawk was just obscenely big no this is like, like i've seen yeah. hawks this is like what, what <laughs> this is what like Gandalf a rides around dude. on in lord of the rings <laughs> i should have don't even remember that it was a hawk in this you don't Are remember you, there what? was a hawk oh my god oh my god <laughs> oh my god now, now, now hawk you, was see, giant man Colin, you're living what i just told you you mean that you forgot I, about this guy Holy shit. That's a big ass hawk. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, right. I told you before I go back and watch this movie and I see new things. Oh, yeah, that no. hawk was all in there. Yeah. My wife and I have this cool hawk story, sort of. We were just taking a walk and it wasn't far from her house, and there was this huge fence. And I just kind of looked up and there was this bird, and I thought, oh, there's just like a wooden bird on this fence, or it was something, because there's no way a bird is, you know, one foot from my face. And I was like, whoa, wait. And I said that to my wife. And we both turned around. And there was like a two-foot hawk perched on top of the bones of a pigeon. Mm-hmm. And it saw us and exploded out of that pigeon with guts, pigeon face, feathers everywhere. <laughs> and it flew to freedom. And we walked quickly away. Wow. I have to imagine that if anyone was driving by and saw that, they think we cast a spell and That's exploded. pretty metal. We've, yeah, got a, we've got a hawk that lives in our man. backyard and hunts rabbits. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, kind of. It's fun to watch, but yeah. I also have a... This is going to sound morbid. I also have a pile of dead rabbits in my backyard because I don't know what to do with them. And this fucking hawk keeps killing them and leaving them there. He knows about this podcast. <laughs> That's Hoss and Pepper. A couple of them, I think like foxes run off of them or something. That like. that it's hawk is bringing you dead rabbits, man. You That, is that was a gift hawk. for the family. <laughs> it's, trying to, it's trying to win your favor. Yeah. You build a shrine, you pray to that I, I might have to start, yeah. Well, I mean, I can't get like a small dog or anything because it'll fucking kill it. <laughs> you, should, you should tell the hawk about your wish to... Uh, Start an early warning system. Yeah, I want to put, where, where, where's, <laughs> your, where's your nest? I want, I want to put a satellite dish up in there. It would let you. Um, okay, so where are we? There's training. There's some well, there's a, fucking. There's a loose montage. Um, the hawk guy gets blindfolded, uh, and there's a lot of synth. Uh, there is a lot of synth. I literally just wrote, he's a champion. <laughs> the, the, the cuts in this montage are fucking awesome. But this is what Jeremy was talking about. Like, who the hell put this movie Dude, together? it's insane. And, and like, yeah, the hawk guy, he's teaching, like, the important things that are going to help this guy survive in this game, which is walking upstairs on his hands. Yeah, which he <laughs> falls down every fucking time. Uh, yeah, we never saw him do it. No, we? no, never. We never yeah. did. Okay. Well, yeah. It's important to have that. Yeah. It's going to come in handy you gotta learn when your ninjas are fucking yeah, shooting you in the dick. Throughout the montage, uh... <laughs> Jonathan is pissing off Princess Rabali. Uh, she won't talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also immediately gets better at things within about two minutes. Um, yeah, well, he's when, a gymnast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he just knows, mar- strap, knows martial arts now. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, oh, that's right. Jonathan does like a flip, and then prin- the princess just starts talking to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does thing. a bunch of flips. He does like four flips in a row. So that, one of my uh, favorite lines from the movie is right here where he's like, by the way, this princess has a very interesting background. Her mother's from Indonesia, and that's it. That's all that is. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fascinating. Cool. I, that, that is yeah. interesting. They, because you know, it's in 1985. They have to comment on why they have one Asian character <laughs> right. in the entire movie. Yeah, why is this Asian person a daughter to a white guy from Chicago? <laughs> Mel Brooks-looking <laughs> character. <laughs> He looked like Geraldo Rivera to me. <laughs> he did. He really did. Yeah, okay. I'm glad I, that wasn't just me. You know, Mike has a really interesting background. Very into fondue. Mm-hmm. That's how I introduce him to, at parties. He's my friend. 
loves fondue. <laughs> Chocolate or cheese? Chocolate, buddy. Hell yeah. When people ask that, <laughs> Mike just leaves the room. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just left wondering. <laughs> Look at this ghost. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you? Mystery, man. You know, a lot of people call Mike the fondue ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depending on where he's at, he could be the fondue banshee. Yeah. <laughs> The wraith. <laughs> the wraith of the Moors. <laughs> the, the fondue Moors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he does a couple flips, and she basically immediately comes around, and they yeah. start making out. She's like, oh, this guy's yeah, got she's skills. Like, yeah. yeah, and it's really gross. Like, I want to run just, my fingers through that fucking You mold. just like watch someone like make out for like, or a couple make out for like, I don't know, like a minute. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like off-putting. Yeah. 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 Get a Not- room. <laughs> Nothing much to it. I mean, Get a room and don't that. film it. Yeah. It's another, it's another hard cut to Caraball on the Caspian Sea. All I yep. have is Caraball on the Caspian yeah, Sea. Yeah, where they, they have to go meet Macklemore or whatever the fuck their contact is called. <laughs> yeah. The singer? The yeah. stork. <laughs> yeah. And they, and they go to the salt mines. Yeah, well, that's where they're. That's where the headquarters is for whatever organization this is. So you can't really get into Parmistan. I think we already established. Like, it's very difficult. So they're going through these back channels. And... They're basically like, we're going to sneak you in this way. Like, I guess it's like not super explained and it doesn't really matter. Like it kind of makes sense overall. It's like, we're close enough. The we're going to get you into like a back door. Don't worry about it. Okay. Like, a question. Yeah. The stork is supposed to help them in to this country. The yeah. stork. Okay. Yeah. Um, fuck. If, <laughs> if they have a game that foreigners can enter, why is it impossible to get into the country? Well, I, I think normally it's not. I think from what we're supposed to understand is this, uh, like this uh, fundamentalist group of Parmistan is going to actively try to kill specifically Jonathan because they do not, like, they are aware of any American's wish and they want to shut that wish down. That's incredibly racist. Also, yeah. also, a bunch of foreign countries are trying to do the same thing. Yeah. So they could also be trying right. to sabotage this America is, along li- the way. This is literally Speed Racer, but in Jim Cotta format. Yeah. Okay. The, but my fa- so they, they go into the salt mines. They meet mm-hmm. this Mackle guy who, who is also known as the Stork, who's basically a Q-type. Uh, and he yeah, gives yeah. them like, uh, an axe that can cut through metal... Like no big deal. Yeah, so an axe, and, so yeah, an axe, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know a, a box cutter that's spring loaded for some reason. <laughs> like a box cutter, and then <laughs> yes, uh, Jonathan is <laughs> by tools. Your, your gadgets, indeed. Like, so a, a broken box cutter and an axe that kind of works <laughs> right. like an axe, and these never come back up again. No, never. <laughs> I, I, no, I, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think we see a box cutter again at the end. I don't believe you for a second. <laughs> God damn it. I want to say I swear now, I see that box cutter. I'll tell you what, you can watch Jim Cotta again. Uh, and God, you don't make me, me do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are uh, fever dreams. Well, yeah. as anyone would be super stressed in the situation where, you know, you're in some foreign land. That's not really even, you know, real. You're in this fictitious land. Mm-hmm. Um, you're living in a salt mine for the moment. Uh, as anyone with in the right in their right minds would think is it's a good idea if uh, Princess Robala and uh, Jonathan just go uh, shop at the night market. Yeah, so, they want to go to like they're looking for like a club yeah. or something. Yeah, so they got it basically on a, on a supervised date. They're yeah, on a so, date. They yeah. had to sneak into the country. They're staying in a salt mine, but just you know, nightlife is fine. They have a couple bodyguards with them, and and, <laughs> but they're you know they're eating some food. They're you know they're straight up buying products. Like she's like ah, this would look great in your apartment, Jonathan. He's like yeah. One of the bodyguards is like yeah, you know, there's not much to do. Like there's a pretty big anti-American sentiment around here. Immediately, 
someone he is shoot, killed. Someone yeah. shoots him with a fucking bow and arrow. Yeah. I really like that scene. Yeah. yeah, that guy gets off quick. I feel bad for all the bodyguards. They're all super, super dead yeah. real quick. And they oh they, and they they kidnap Princess Rabala. Yeah. Well, or the kidnapper, they take her home or whatever the yeah, fuck they do with her. So, like, the guy gets shot with an arrow, and Jonathan um, just doesn't even hesitate, immediately bolts after him and yeah. fights in the alley like an array of thugs, doing lots of flips, a lot of alley flips. Yeah. This is the biggest thing about this movie. It's like, it's so he does a somersault, or whatever, and a guy kind of falls over. Right. And it's like, okay, it sets the tone for this being really, really corny. But then he's like grabbed by the two, these two guys, and he does this wall jump. That's Kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jim Cotta's a little bit parkour. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Also, I don't I don't know why this really bothered me. In every single fight scene that he's in, he has, like, pommel horse chalk on his hands. <laughs> yes. Dude, I, well, you have pocket, pocket sand. Yeah, yeah pocket he just keeps them in his pocket. <laughs> or, like, he has, like, a pouch, like a rock climber behind him or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know why that just... Yeah. <laughs> I, it always caught me off. Jim is... Just, they constantly have chalk for their hands. Yeah. Well, you got to. Little fact. I always kind of figured that all of these uh, all these non-American no. places just had chalk on all of their bars laying around. Oh, that could be, yeah. Structural pommel horses. They just mm-hmm. had chalk on them. Yeah. For liability purposes, they got to do that. Yeah, yeah, you don't want a lot of friction. <laughs> J- Jonathan gets back to the, uh, the market where it all started. Mm-hmm. All the bodyguards are dead. Mm-hmm. And I noticed the soundtrack. There's weird sound effects. And it was spring boings. <laughs> So in the background, like that, I was like, what the hell is going on? It was supposed to elicit feelings of like a sense of gymnastics and like springboards and yeah. And, uh, you hear it (laughs) when we learn the princess is missing. (laughs) (laughs) And I like, I like how, uh, what's his name? The Jim Cattaboy. He, uh, he's like, yeah, where's she being held at? He's like, well, she's at this fortified mansion. Uh, it's all in your briefing package, which I guess he never read. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I like that. He she's she's being held in a mansion. She's she's at her house is basically where she's at. She's at her house with her father. What's the problem with that? That's the Gymkata way. Because like she wasn't abducted. She was just returned. She home. was brought home. Yeah. She yeah. was saved she by you know, yeah. a correct like, perspective. It's past your curfew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I have the next day, a group of dudes are already after Jonathan. Yeah, he gets into another <laughs> gymnastic-style street fight. You got it. Yeah. That's the only way you're getting out of this city. Is um, this where he does the, the horizontal bar? Yeah, this is. Yes. Yeah, that moment where okay. he hits it. Like five people run into this alleyway, <laughs> and he boots them all in the face, then he hits a bicyclist in the face who's an innocent guy. <laughs> yeah, there, there are a few people that get hit in the face who I don't believe signed up for being. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's what's happening when you're just twirling around and randomly and people right. are just blindly running into alleyways. Uh, I, no, I want to highlight. Uh, so when he knocks the guy off the bike and knocks him down, he just says this, you'll be fine. And then runs off. Right. Not That was not part of the script. Is this where he, he I would kicks- have, I would have felt comfort. You know, if someone just you know kicked me off my bicycle <laughs> and I went back and head first into the ground. And the man who did it to me said, you'll be, you'll, fine. Be, you'll be fine. As he ran up another alley, I would have felt okay. Was that guy even an extra? Or was he just riding his bike somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> He's like delivering bread. It, it's like it's like a National Lampoon's uh, European trip. It was an Eric Idle. They, they just keep like, destroy, <laughs> yes. destroying. Yeah, it's that guy. The guy was like, I, was just I also like... 
I also like how like he's on a spy mission for the United States in this foreign land, and mm-hmm. they're like, "We're gonna make you wear a giant red sweater <laughs> and just run through the streets." Where everybody will notice you. Hey, Jeremy, when you stay at the salt mines, only, <laughs> only the best for our guests. Yeah. <laughs> but he, so he's, he, this, he's on a rescue mission right now, right? Yep. And yep. it goes really well. He gets her out like really easily. Jim caught his way into the encampment yeah. or mansion or whatever it is. You Jim caught a way in? Jim Cotta, your way and out. Jim Cotta. It was easy, too. <laughs> it, it was relatively easy. One of my favorite parts of this scene in general is I don't remember what happens to him. There's a guy with a machine gun, and maybe he just gets Jim Cotted, but like he he hams it up real good. Do you guys remember this? He had like a Tommy gun. He's like, There's two. Ah, there's yeah. two guys. <laughs> there there's, was a couple of them. Yeah, there's yeah. two, I think. Yeah. Okay. Did one shoot the other one? Is that why no. one fell so, over? So, okay. so the, a cop car pulls up in front of a guy, and he just, he's like, you know what? I can make this work and runs past the cops and shooting his machine gun and gets shot in the back by cops. That's right. That's right. That's the cops right. are like, there's some fucking psycho <laughs> with a machine gun running around. We got to take him out. And they do correctly. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy uh, is driving a car down an alleyway. Uh, another car um, pulls into the alleyway right in front of them. And uh, them going about 15 miles an hour runs into some boxes and then the car miraculously flips over <laughs> and he dies for sure. This is your classic like car chasing through a small town. Yeah. Narrow yeah. way. They're escaping. Blah, blah, blah. When Parmistan, they do not build high quality. That's very true. Or quality roads. No. All of this. And is he in Parmistan right now? No, I think I think this is still Carabal. The outskirts, yeah, yeah, yeah I think Carabal on the Caspian Sea. Yeah, because he because <laughs> he goes right back to the salt mine, and uh, the stork lets him in. Yeah, and Macklemore. He which is a trap. Double cross. Oh man, I love this. This is actually a pretty cool piece of writing. Explain that to us. Because <laughs> he didn't. Because he didn't see it coming. But then, thankfully, when Macklemore is doing his double cross, uh, the the guy whose no name no one knows pops up. That's like, what I said. He's got a pivotal role. Wait, yes. was this the same guy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That's awesome. I yeah. thought he came out of nowhere. He's like, I'm, I'm here again, Jonathan. <laughs> I'm here to help you, Jonathan. Listen, Jonathan, that guy was a D-bag, and yeah. I took care of him. I so. suspected as much. We sent you into a trap, Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan it's okay. Jonathan, we sent you to put out many fires <laughs> that you will discover along the way, Jonathan, and that will strengthen you in body and soul. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, did you guys catch the agency he works for? from a quote that he says it's i always said special intelligence should have handled this whole operation ah special special intelligence is right (laughs) yeah yes um says official (laughs) the impossible the impossible mission force i'm gonna start knocking on people's doors in my neighborhood it's like you need to let me in i am the inspector (laughs) inspector detective (laughs) they would of course let me in at that point in time yeah but yeah he's like uh i saved you jonathan it's uh we, we knew you were up for the task. With a mullet like that, you can handle anything we throw at you. Now let's go whitewater rafting into Parmistan. No, so this is one of those cuts. Like, they're on a horseback with, like, a <laughs> caravan of people. And then immediately, it's just the princess and Jonathan on a raft. Correct. Like, no explanation. Just yeah. boom. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Well, it's like, it's like in Surf Ninjas. You have to surf into the final mission. But this right. time it's a whitewater. Those rain. little scamps surf their way right into my heart. Mm-hmm. Kwansu, dude. 
<laughs> so was there a headquarters infiltrated? I'm guessing everybody was killed and they just escaped on this raft. And uh, I, I, that's I what I was assuming. It Here doesn't matter what happened. Yeah. That's <laughs> just gets in the next scene is what I'm thinking is what they wanted to do. Hear me out. You went to the salt mine. You found out everyone is dead. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, Jonathan, here's a raft. And you just got on it and you just floated up a river. That's what I have. <laughs> yeah. That's what I have written down. Kind of. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. And he eventually gets to where he needs to be. He's in Parmistan. And they beat the Now we see them. Ninja on horseback. Oh, yeah. yeah, a bunch They're of ninjas. Pursued by ninjas. Ninja be- ninjas just beat the crap out of him and knock him out. He's yeah. like fighting 40 ninjas. <laughs> He's t- mm-hmm. took out he 39 He took out a lot. Yeah. was the 40th one that got him. My, my mm-hmm. favorite was the one that's just standing there holding With the, the horses. horses. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There are so many ninjas who are just like, I'm here for administrative reasons only. Well, they knew they were going to get him eventually. They, they thought there was going to be a toy line in this, and you would have been like, oh, my God, I, I don't have stable ninja, right. stable boy oh, ninja man. in training. It's like how baseball coaches <laughs> wear uniforms like baseball players. They're not doing anything. They're not, they're not they playing. They put this they're black hood on me and the flag. There was a, a bunch of scenes in this movie where I rewound like 30 seconds because there was something that happened that I wasn't quite sure it happened, so I had to go back and check. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one because he's fighting like kind of in the forest and there's yeah. leaves all over the ground, and he's slipping all over the place. <laughs> he is just like not... He's not confident in this footing, and uh, it's clear in this this scene. Nice. Well, I mean, he's he's a gymnast. He's used to gym mats. <laughs> yeah. And chalk. Yeah. Well, Jonathan awakes to Zamir, the advisor of the Khan, who is in charge of all of this, and uh, that's who he's going to meet tomorrow. And uh, they're going to go to over to the game's uh, rules, and there's going to be a banquet for the night. So sorry that they knocked him out, but hey, uh, they're going to tell you about the game. So let me tell you a little bit about the game. Uh, there's a lot of running. There's rope climbing. Mm-hmm. And there's some bridge of ropes. Uh, that's part one, two, and three of what people need to do. Um, and this is all explained using a set piece that was made during like for like some third grader science fair project. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like what <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. So part one <laughs> is you're going to run for three miles. Part two is you're going to climb a 200-foot rope. Part three is you're going to try to get across a bridge of ropes. And part four is you're going to go across a river and then to a village of the insane and then run through a swamp and then get get out. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone's going to try to kill you along the way. Um, so it's shoots and ladders for adults. Yeah. Okay, but now something happens that I didn't understand. A little pregame. I don't understand this either. Yeah, so they're like, now that we've explained to you what the game is, here's three criminals. We're going to hunt them. Uh, and you're going to help hop on a horse. Let's go hunt these dudes. I think it was this where they're going to show you the courses because we're going to let them kind of go through. Okay. If anyone actually gets through, I'll grant that prisoner instead of being executed, I'll grant them, um, their life back. Yeah. Was that explained? Yeah. So this is like, this is like the demo of a video game. Like they're just going to show you what to do. I'm guessing it builds town morale because the whole town's into it. Everyone's really excited. Like everyone has a chance, like redemption on your life. It seems very clear. You're not going to get it. This is another scene where an extra gets knocked over by a horse. Yeah. This is one I wrote around. I I noticed that too. Yeah. And he did did not see it coming. No, he's not. That guy's not all right. This is on purpose, though, right? You think? <laughs> just to show that Zamir is... I think it's Zamir's horse just to show that Zamir's an asshole. I think it was... They're like, we're filming yeah. this in one take, one take only. Whatever <laughs> Jeremy, happens, this movie was very clearly only filmed in one take. <laughs> what, was it on an iPhone? <laughs> the director was like, we have 
I literally have this one roll of film. I have. We have to. We have to make it work. I have an iPhone two from the future. Let's do it. Because <laughs> afterwards, I'm going to give this roll of film to the shittiest editors right. well, on so planet Earth. Let's go back to some of the rules of the game. Okay. So one of the prisoners makes it to like let's say level three, and he's going to cross the uh, rope bridge. This mm-hmm. is where Jonathan's dad was killed, and um, a ninja shoots this guy, and he seems to be making it, and the guy dies. And then Zamir shoots that dude. And they're like, what's going on? He's like, he shouldn't have shot that guy. There's rules. Yeah. Oh, that was his second guy. It does does climb up the the cliff face. uh, He says something about him not reaching the stage. He said he he literally says he should have waited to kill. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel that's maybe part of the rules. You can't kill someone while they're escaping and they're into the next stage. Okay, and no, that's we, illustrated in the next stage because he the next person is killed legally. Am I right? I think it might be stage dependent because like um, so like they were climbing up the cliff face and the dude just kind of shoots him willy nilly. It's yeah. it felt like I don't and know then, why that ninja went rogue and yeah, shot that dude. It, <laughs> it was really excited. Like <laughs> yeah, he jumped a gun on that yeah, one. Yeah, I think he just jumped a gun and and so they they killed the referee on that one. All right, but and then if- yeah, it's not clear why the next guy got to kill. The <laughs> well, that's next what I'm saying. Guy. Like some of these guiding ninjas just might shoot you too. Yeah. So, right. But this ninja went out onto the rope to they shoot him. So I feel like he had to go out onto the rope bridge to oh, shoot maybe. this guy maybe to participate oh, instead of shooting him from afar. It was like an sure. offsides kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really bizarre rules as yeah. we said through this yeah. thing, and I guess he got to play along with him. Yeah, it's hard to follow. God damn it! Um, but yeah, all all the criminals are picked off. And then we're at the banquet. Yeah, there's a big celebration. Jonathan asks about his father, and the con's like, ah, mighty good man. Yeah, he died during the game. Your, the, your, your dad's dead. The, they talk, They must have <laughs> talked about it earlier. This was the first moment that I understood that his father died doing this. Um, that first scene. Oh, that the first scene was his father? Yeah. Uh, there's Zamir actually oh. meant, he yells out something like, come on, Cabot. <laughs> Come along now. Yeah, well, and I go- made the, the connection. That the government guy also is like Jonathan. Your dad died. I, 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 I miss this country. Oh yeah. So like the opening movie sequence is Jonathan's dad dying on that rope bridge, mm-hmm. and then Jonathan being a gymnast. Then the government being, guy being like, "Your dad died doing this. We need you to go in <laughs> and um, also do this." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So your dad's dead, yeah. but. We need a government wish. (laughs) (laughs) Follow your father's footsteps. Is this where they kind of introduced Gomez, the other U.S. government guy that they brought in to help him out for some reason? Yeah, kind of. They're at the banquet together, I think. Also, I think like like I was expecting so many different countries to be represented in this game. Yeah, like the Kumite. And I, th- you thought I think long. there's like five. There's like five other people. Speaking of Kumite, don't they have the guy from Bloodsport in this? I don't think so. Which guy? Uh, the, uh, the like the main Kumite guy? No I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't see him. No, 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 no. No, I can't. Yeah, I mean, I maybe, but I didn't. I didn't Although I will mention that the director of this film, uh, his last film is that guy. I think his name is Bolio Young or something. I can't remember. Um, he directed his last film. Really? Or. That was his last film he directed with. Uh, he just, director passed away in like '93 or something like that, and I think that was his last film with him. Yeah. We find out that the princess is going to marry Zamir. Uh, 
And Jonathan did not know about this. He is super pissed off. Mm-hmm. He's also giving lots of weird glances to the princess. Zamir sees all of this. Everyone's sitting like one foot away from one right. another. So <laughs> a, lot, a lot of tension building. Uh, and then we get to meet uh, Thor. A new Thorg. contestant walks yeah. in. Thor. Thorg. Oh, Thorg. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Good old With a hard Thorg. G. Good old Thorg. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he does look like a Thorg, though. Yeah. yeah. He weird does. looking dude. I, mm, he I, don't, I don't know how to describe him. He just he's, he a, he's a, a, a big, big bulging. Yeah, man. big bulging dude. And he's not fucking around. I think uh, Jonathan goes up. He's like, yeah, I've been a big fan or something like that. And he's like, eh, whatever. Just <laughs> evilize him. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> fucking Jim Cotta, little bitch. He does have a good dialogue with Zamir. Jo- that's Jonathan. Is uh, Zamir's like, you must understand, she's mine, in reference to the princess. And Jonathan says, it's not over yet, so put your hardware back in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he does that demonstration with the size. Just yeah. gets up randomly like, hey, everyone, look at me. Whips out two sides and starts twirling them around. Gets the crowd pumped. <laughs> Yep, crowds mm-hmm. love a good siren demonstration. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got the skills, you know. Damn right. Bow skills, psi skills. <laughs> we also find out it's a political marriage that Zamir is the leader of a, bun- a bunch of people, and uh, he's gonna try to overthrow <laughs> the Khan. So it seems really odd, and the Khan seems oblivious about this. But the princess, yeah, he's is an idiot. Very much in the know. Here's yeah. the, here's the th- crazy thing. You would think this Khan would be this like tough dude, even though he's like smaller in stature. You think his attitude would be of you know toughness. He's assembled. He's, this, me- he's like, like fucking Mel Brooks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, I I took him as the uh, Parmistan version of Yakov Smirnov. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. My, I mean, guy's useless. In my country, Zamir ride you. Well, he was kind of dressed like it too, and just the way he talks, he's like a bumbling idiot. Yeah, yeah. he's so jolly. That's so why I'm like, can I just build a satellite station? It'd be like for four yeah, acorns, sure. for four acorns and a and a moon wish, which is different. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Oh, yeah. this is where. So, uh, at night, uh, princess the princess uh, meets with Jonathan, mm-hmm. and she's like, Jonathan, don't play. What ass request <laughs> is this? Jonathan shuts this down immediately. He goes, uh, They're gonna kill me if I even try to quit. Um. Does she not know this? Like, what the hell's going on? Like, like this she's, is, she's been on this since the beginning. She's trained him. Yeah. <laughs> they brought her in because she's so familiar with the game. Guys, and she's like, don't play. Like, they'll kill me hey, if I don't. Hey, oh, Con. Yeah. Hey, Con. Great, great senior place. Got got a little headache. A couple tum tum mm-hmm. issues. Maybe next year, peace out. Like, oh my god. Like, they're totally gonna kill. Him. Everyone knows they're gonna kill him. Yeah, that's crazy. But she she also explains like the. The political turmoil between Zamir and his group of old timey morons, um, and that there's another group of the twenties, which are a bunch of people in their twenties <laughs> who want to modernize Parmistan. I thought it was that the twenties wanted are the young people who wanted to bring the country into the twentieth century. Oh, is that what it was? Uh, I think so. Yeah. No, that that makes more mm. sense. I could be. I mean, no, no, then that. I must be wrong. <laughs> okay. No, I think Colin, you're definitely right. Only you people in their twenties want to change the world. <laughs> well, probably. And yeah. So this is where they're in the garden together, right? Yeah. yeah. I so, yeah. So, yeah. so he's like, uh, "Hey, tell her to meet me in the garden," and then they both arrive 
together, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, and then Jonathan strikes two, two of the ninjas and he runs off into the night and they do nothing. Everyone's cool with that. Yeah. yeah. When they come to the next day, I'm sure they're thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, there's no way this idiot just flipped past us and knocked me into a wall. Jimkata. <laughs> Jimkata. So the next day it starts, uh, the, it's the game's official. It's like uh, everyone uh, now forged the fellowship and the gates of that elf kingdom are open and everyone's like, woo! <laughs> and immediately Jonathan falls down and gets kicked in the face by Fern. Classy move. beats his ass right out the bat. I like the move. If the, it's if the rules are in play, go for it. Yeah. I again, what are the rules? I don't know. I, Dude, they're not even beyond the gate, and Thor punt kicks him in the face. If it's ruleless, <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking that the winner, and there's only one winner, gets the wish. Take out your opponents. Yeah. <laughs> so Thor, this right is away, a, just, well. Here, this here, is the third game of rollerball. Well, there are well, no me, substitutions. Let me ask now. you a question. <laughs> Are you supposed to take out the other contestants? Wait, was that ever said? I don't think no. you're supposed to, or it probably it, violates the spirit of the game. But clearly, if there's only one winner, okay. it's kind of implied. Well, how about this? I could understand if you're at the end of the game, mm-hmm. like there's two or three of you, and they're like, "Hey, you're not coming back into the city until you guys figure this out." That makes a little more sense. Yeah. But like right out of the gate, like, are you supposed to be doing this? Because if not, just like if if that's the case, just like purposely hang back a minute and then just stab someone in the back, like right there, boom. Well, all the referees are further along in the track. There's no (laughs) referees to judge right right here. I'm just saying, like Thor kicked him. Like there's like clearly like everyone's watching. (laughs) Yeah, Khan loves it. He made him look like a little bitch right off the bat. Yeah, Thor knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of strategy to this game. See, maybe we're underselling this game. We don't know. I'm overselling this game. (laughs) <laughs> the, the less amount of rules, the more strategy. Well, everyone runs. Yeah. So yeah. Except for Jonathan, who eats it. <laughs> Level one of this course is just running through corn. Like, that, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the first obstacle. You just got to run through some corn. But we do also learn, like, right away that Zamir is obviously pulling the strings and cheating a little bit because he starts going, he jumps the gun and starts going after everyone. Yeah. yeah, and the con's like, don't do this. And he does. <laughs> mm-hmm. he's like, con's like, like, you're supposed to wait on my mark. So and- even later, when his daughter is like, come on, he's a cheat and he's against you, he's like, not him. Yeah. So I think I love know, him. even though there are rules, that, that at least kind of sets the expectation that whatever rules there may have been no longer apply. Right. And yay, that's what we get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No penalties, minimal substitutions. Nice. <laughs> right back to rollerball. <laughs> Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, they get to the ropes eventually. Yeah. This is my favorite part. There's They shoot one guy down. <clears throat> yeah. And then they burn the other rope. So remember, my theory was they're not supposed to like tamper with like you being able to get there. I would think this is a violation of the rules. Well, yeah. it didn't didn't Samir do this? Yes. The, the, old, the old yes. fire rope? Yeah. He, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. And so he gets to the top and he talks to a referee. He's like, they broke the rules. Kill them. And the guy just stands there like a referee. Right. And he's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs off. And then my favorite part about the cliff is that when you when the, at the bottom of the cliff, everyone's on horseback. Mm-hmm. At the top of the cliff, Still on horseback. <laughs> so I don't know how this country trained their horses to climb all these ropes, but they did an amazing job. <laughs> I, 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 got a, I got a problem with the uh, burning the rope. So Jonathan's going up. They burn the rope. Uh, get ready for that in Home Alone 2 one day, uh, oh, Colin, man. just one day. <laughs> uh, but uh, 
So yeah, Jonathan's going up the rope and he's like, oh, I got to get there. There is another rope one foot to his right. Like, just get on the yeah. other rope. That's not on fire, dude. That's like, cheating. That's rope. That, that well, rope and he doesn't really else. need to get on the other rope because he <laughs> makes the ninja it up the top <laughs> plenty yeah. of time. Now yeah. the ninja has the right to shoot you like, whoa, rope rope switching? Yeah, yeah. You should have read the manual. That's a shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now, now everyone's at the rope bridge. Mm-hmm. I don't have any notes about this. this well, is there's a, a guy. No, there's got. There's a guy in a blue tracksuit, and the ninja kills them. Right. And then Jonathan goes across, mm-hmm. and Zamir cuts the rope. Um, Dick. But then Jonathan climbs that rope. Right. Yeah, it just get, repels up. Yeah, and go and goes up. He. He was near the end anyway. Well, there was a ninja there, like just waiting for him, and Jonathan kicks him off a cliff, and <laughs> he jump cuts him off a cliff. There are like. Three people that fall in the exact same spot. And yeah, that's the worst in the spot. exact yeah. same spot. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a video game. Like we've all played that video game. We're like, ah, level three, yeah. like section four at the end. Like ah, the rope climb. Ocean needs to put like a railing there or something. <laughs> this is Mike's Ninja Turtles for uh, the Nintendo. The underwater. Oh, with the mines. Dis- disarming the bombs. Yeah, that was the worst. Yeah, that's when he became a man, Mike. <laughs> Angry man. <laughs> uh, there's one guy who seems to be doing well. Uh, he's running all up and down uh, the course, but Thorg pops up and choke kills him, and that dude's dead. And I think there's only two people left. It's uh, outside of Thorg, that is. I think there's like one person, Jonathan and Thorg. Am I wrong? Uh, no, there's, well, later uh, we see Gomez. Is yeah, the, Gomez is still left. Is, I don't know what happened to Gomez. No one does. He's well, just like well, took that, off. Well, he's that's not, what I'm he's out there. I, I forgot his name was Gomez. It's, so it's Gomez, Jonathan, and Thorg right now. Is, yeah. is Thorg yes. a contestant or one of the hunters? He's a he's contestant. A contestant. Oh, yeah, okay. he's a contestant. He was just yeah. a late arrival. He got okay. he, he, but he's like ultra famous. He's Thorg. I would have yeah. put my money on him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's yeah. beast. He's Thor. I, I don't know if I would have because <laughs> of all of the climbing and stuff. You know, because he. He's sure he's the I know, he has yeah. To yeah, that's climb true. and hold himself so much that Yeah. And he needs to work get those leg days in. Yeah, don't skip yeah. leg days. He is a triangle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Jonathan and Thorg get into it a little bit and a bunch of ninjas uh shoot a lot of arrows into uh Thorg and Jonathan runs far, far away. Yeah. Uh and he gets to part four, which is listed as the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. This is where I noted uh on IMDb, it highlighted that they gave them food and alcohol, and these were real people from a real asylum in this country. And this is like a nightmare scene. All these people are like wailing and yelling. Um, One guy cuts his own I, hand off. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, I just cannot get over the fact that they actually hired insane yeah. people. Like, and not re- like, I, is that even legal? Can those people sign contracts <laughs> Dude, in another like, country? They're from Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's filmed in Yugoslavia, but I'm not exactly sure what kind of laws are applying here. Yeah, like, I mean, the town is empty at first, and then it's filled with, like, all these people moaning and, you know, saying these crazy things. Well, there's, like... Uh, Spike traps are coming down. That could just be real. Yeah. Yeah, there's that that guy, like, with the backwards face. Oh, my God, that was... And the assless robe kind of thing. This whole thing was awesome, I thought. Uh, So this was... It turned into, like, a horror movie for, like... 15 minutes gomez is staked to a wall so he's there's okay yeah it's so odd man well like the whole tone of this movie shifted in this town well there's also one continuity issue that's a problem too so uh you would assume that gomez probably got in first but when jonathan gets in the like there's a gate to get in 
But once he walks in, the gate shuts. It's like an iron gate. It's like, welcome to Castlevania. Mm -hmm. um, you would assume that that was not rigged up again. I say this because a... So what I'm saying is Gomez would have already triggered that. The gate would have been closed. But all right. So then I guess they open the gate and they reset that. I'm Jonathan walks in. But a third time, Thorg's back. So... I think they killed Gomez earlier and brought him in just for dramatic effect. Okay. Or they killed Gomez in there and, like you said, Paul, maybe a reset. Yeah. Every time. Well, I mean, one way or another, it had to have reset because Thorg is back in the mix. He's still alive. You cannot kill that guy. And that's why I wrote, like, did the gate open again? Like, what's going on? So Also, uh, Zamir has a whole army of ninjas that work for him. And the lunatics in this town are by far the best warriors of anybody in this oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> they don't, they've got nothing to lose. They don't have sure. weird arbitrary rules they have to follow. Yeah, and none of the ninjas want to go in this crazy town. No, they're, it's They're a bunch crazy. of Quimby's. Yeah, oh, they are a bunch yeah. of Quimby's. <laughs> there's also like a half-nude <laughs> robed man yeah. walking around, and then there's a guy beckoning to the door, and then Jonathan takes down a two-faced man. It's very bizarre. So, th th yeah, this whole scene was kind of trippy, and I liked it. Um up until like the weird slow mo drug trip oh, portion. Oh, sweet Jesus! I didn't. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't what did care that? For where that. did that come from? I don't know. Why? I don't know. That. I mean, it would have been better if they like darted him, and then that would have explained why the whole thing is happening yeah, the yeah. way that it did. It was, but yeah, it just like all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck, dude? It was weird. You eventually get to an area where there's all these pigs like corralled in like a room. <laughs> Jonathan hops across them. Thorg is trying to get him. Mm -hmm. Thorg is like a programmed robot from the future. Like yeah. This guy, I don't know how he's moving like this. Like he took some arrows. But Thorg is pitchforked to death by the crazy town yeah. people. Um, it is a horrific death. Yeah. He couldn't navigate the uh, field of pigs. He slipped on one. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and some of the insane people got him with the pitchforks. Yeah. Jonathan goes out the door and... Uh, He's running and he basically parkours his way up a wall and all these people are crowding him below. It doesn't look like there's really a way out. He's trying to get this gate open. He's trying to get on a roof. All of a sudden a ninja walks over, helps him up. Whoops. It's, well, I shouldn't really say whoops, but tw <laughs> twist, <laughs> twist. It's Jonathan's dad. He's alive. Yeah, he is alive. Dressed like a ninja. I thought it yeah. was going to be the guy, like the the, uh, the government the intelligence. Guy? Yeah, I also, yeah. I also, like he came, like in the in the salt mine, he came out like out yeah. of nowhere and saved the day. I thought it was going to be this guy. And Jeremy, if I, that was the case, I, I would have fucking just turned yeah. the movie off. And like, I'm not doing. <laughs> Wait, not you weren't going to give me the last five minutes of the movie. You're I, already an hour I, in. I also thought it was going to be that government guy. Like, hello, Jonathan. <laughs> I knew you. You might need a hand. <laughs> Weird, pleasant surprise of him being his dad. Yeah. Uh, but it was nice. It was a nice yeah. little reunion. One of dad's one of dad's arms doesn't work. Yeah, he's um, like they really jammed up my arm, <laughs> Jonathan. My arm. But I the guy in this ninja garb and God knows what he's been doing, just living in that town for. Yeah, a bit. what the fuck has he been doing? He's been hanging out. Yeah. How long has it been since? Yeah, yeah how long know. has yeah, it yeah, been? He was probably at that banquet. Three days, yeah, maybe. <laughs> How often do they have the game? the waiters at the banquet? I, I've been here the whole time, Jonathan. <laughs> I've always event. been. Is, yeah, is it annual, daily, monthly, quarterly? How, How often do they do it? Hourly events. It's the quarter quell. <laughs> is no, like, before I want to mention, before he found his dad, there was a scene where he there's the, still the battle scene, but he gets into the uh, scene where there's a 
lone pommel horse. Oh, in the middle of town. Oh. oh god, yeah. There's a three minute long battle scene with him just on the pommel horse. Oh yeah, down these beating up a right bunch of crazy people. Yeah. When the when they mention that, I, why they didn't just wait for him to finish on the pommel horse before nah, they went over it's there? One by one, you yeah. know the rules of yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> when they all had pitchforks and stuff, so they could have just stabbed yeah. him. All. Yeah, they well, chose not to. Yeah. yeah. My my wife was watching that scene with me, and she's like, "Why don't they all just attack him?" I'm like, "Amy, hush your mouth. You just, <laughs> hush you your just don't get mouth. it, Scott." <laughs> well, <laughs> one by one, we get a transition back to the palace, and the princess is telling her dad, "Like, uh, dude, Zamir is no good. Like, you're a prisoner in your own palace. We've got to get out of here. Dad is a super wimp." Mm-hmm. But the princess is like, "You know what? I, I'm I'm just gonna leave, and I'm gonna go help Jonathan." And she, he's like. That is just not. It's just not how it's done. <laughs> He's just like, no, old man. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty accurate representation. They, they do. He's, she's chewing him out. He's being a pussy about everything. He is being a pussy. Oh, he she just gets up. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna help him. It's and very. He gets it's, up and it's, leaves. it's very Aladdin. This is very like Jasmine in the in the Sultan. That's a good. Oh, yes, sure. yeah. exactly, Paul. That's good. I did it. I think all the movies created <laughs> after 1985 were taken from. Parts of this oh, movie. Yeah. Here, here's a fun thing. Now, <laughs> now we're back with uh, in in the Jimkata times, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Zamir's there, and him and his men immediately shoot Dad in the back with like a four yeah, foot dead. arrow. Right. Um, like Dad's been Dad's been doing God knows what for months a year. Like there's a lot of speculation. I, mm-hmm. I really don't know. Like maybe there's like a time frame of Jimkata. Like it's ongoing. It's the season of mm-hmm. Jimkata. Um, <laughs> season two of Jim Cata. Yeah, he doesn't last long. <laughs> yeah, win, Johnny. Do it for me, Johnny. Win. <laughs> Get the gold. Make a make a government wish. This is all for the government, Jonathan. This, this is, is all I, for Star Wars, Johnny. This is what I wanted: a satellite. My life and my my everything for this satellite. Uh, Jonathan just runs. He's really mm-hmm. good at running. Um, he gets on a horse and just books it. So he does, and there, there's a bit of a horse chase. Uh, they apparently they blew the budget. They couldn't afford anything for the horses to jump over. So there's a scene. Did you pick up on this? Because <laughs> a small gap. Yeah, there was yeah. like a small gap in the grass that was meant to be a cliff. Because one of the horses makes it over, but all the subsequent right. horses are like, "Whoa, we can't make it over over this." Um, I think you can hear Zamir even say, "Jump, you fool!" Yeah, well, like, you fucking idiot. It's, 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 it's funny, it's funny it was like a drainage ditch. Yeah, <laughs> like a small culvert. It, or it's, something. it's funny you say that because uh, during the horse chase and in the soon dismounting scene, there is some weird overdubbing voices, and I noted that there's overdub voices like "you bastards," uh, yeah. <laughs> just like uh-huh. randomly. Like I just can you imagine like Zamir? We need you back in the studio. All right, what did you do? dismounted from a horse what would you say when you dismounted for us dismounted from a horse you bastards, bastards. got think, it one the, the you bastards is more for like the you know the, the the jackals that couldn't make the jump so he's like i thought you guys all had my back we were all on the same team I thought you guys were cool yeah i thought you were cool and <laughs> not. They, all, they were not cool no no and so he gets his ass whooped he does well, well, well Z- zamir just beats the holy crap out of jonathan for, yeah. like, out of the gate yeah but then Jonathan remembers he's got the Jimkata. <laughs> and he defeats J- Zamir uh, pretty quickly. This scene is not epically done. And no, it takes very, place. It's very brief. Wow. Like, it's, it, it, it's, ba- it, it, it's basically 
40 seconds of Jonathan getting his ass kicked. Then he's like, wait a minute, I'm good at gymnastics and there's trees all around yeah. and those are like parallel bars. Um, and then he swings around and then snaps the neck uh, he, between his legs. He gives him the Xenia on a top. <laughs> he does give yes. him the Xenia on a top. Oh, man. And then we, we get a hard cut again to the princess and dad uh, battling ninjas in the palace. Yeah, he's rallied all of his followers. Yeah, he's like, whoa, Zamir's bad. Did everyone know that? And everyone's like, oh, like, yeah. Duh, guy. I mean, no. <laughs> that, I mean, that guy wasn't stealing my figs every day. Right, so, like, uh... The banquets were sweet, but the hunting men for sport kind of sucked. Uh, Colin, I just wanted to mention to you that um, the scene where the uh, princess and her dad's fighting their way out of the um, downstairs through their insurgent guards. She pulls out the extendo box oh. cutter in this scene and shoots. She, one. Does. she does have yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, oh. she, so yeah, I oh, just shit. remembered. She's, now I have she's also dressed. So now you gotta go back and watch it. <laughs> I I warned you from the beginning, Colin. You're gonna find new things every time, yeah. and now yeah. you're just destined yeah. to watch Jim Connor. But just that once, just Chekhov's box cutter. <laughs> Well, all the guards sears, sees Zamir's men, traitors, and, you know, dad is just happy uh, that uh, everyone's, like, captured, or dad, uh, i.e. the Khan, and then uh, they're like, oh, there are people coming, and everyone sees that it's Jonathan, and his dad is actually alive. You know what? <laughs> you know what would be probably helpful? Cutting, not maybe out because you're a medic, but cutting the four-foot arrow from his back. Like, maybe shorten it to a couple inches. No, not It's better to leave it in. Sure, I'm sure that horseback <laughs> ride was smooth, smooth as could be. And, like, with each little stomp, I'm sure all that organ meat was feeling the impact <laughs> of that arrow. So I totally missed that. I did not realize that his dad is still alive I at the end. I didn't either, Jeremy. Wow. No, I <laughs> yeah, he's on the back of the horse. Now we yeah. all have to watch Shumkata. Fuck yeah. yeah. the fuck. Wow. And, well, yeah. and you would think, you would think that, the princess is going to get together. You would think that the dad would have an epic speech. You think that Yakov Smirnov, the Khan, would be like, my boy, inherit my land, take my daughter's heart and hand in marriage, do all these things. You would be wrong, mm -hmm. friends. You get a hard cut that in. Uh, <laughs> 1985, the first early warning Earth satellite station was placed in Parmistan for the U.S. Star Wars defense program. Then there's a freeze frame. The end. This movie is over. That's it, Star Wars. <laughs> you have yeah, no idea how I mean. the budding romance fared. You don't know why Jonathan's final wish really was for the government. Like, my dad well, almost died. My life's kind of in shambles. I really could use a satellite <laughs> In all honesty, they probably screened this movie to some like audience people, and they're like, "We don't give a fuck about this movie," so they just put those words at the end to like wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, before yeah, wow. we get to our final views on Jim Cotta, Jim Cotta. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. You know, this December, it's not just a holiday season; it's a time to give back cash money so visit our merch shop and see some of our black friday and beyond sales mm -hmm. and we've got some shirts and we've noted shower curtains and even skateboards but if you're not interested in our merch go to rabbit troop sucks uh, .com. uh that does lead you to merch and it leads us to some of the episodes it leads you to some of the episodes and pictures and various other things or hit us up via email directly rabbit troop sucks podcast at gmail.com if there's a movie you'd like to listen to us rant about like Jinkata. Then let us <laughs> kick uh start your heart. Uh I was gonna say something more witty or yeah. drop kick you into the heart. Uh 
And uh, maybe we'll take one of those requests. We've said we'd give out some shots, various other or shot glasses, various other things. So yeah, hit us up there, Instagram, Facebook. But yeah, what did everyone think about this train wreck of a movie? I know I picked it, <laughs> but I think people should watch this movie. This movie is insane. This movie is a B-side, fun piece of crap. Um, this movie's not good. Uh, I have no pretense about it. But this movie is alluring in so many weird ways. Like, where did the Hawkeye go? <laughs> why? I want to know so much more about the Hawkeye. Um, why was Jim Cotta only like 20 minutes? But why is it always going on? What is happening? Where was Jonathan's father? What was the government agent's guy's name? Who knows, Jim Cotta? <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't. This, <laughs> this is one of those movies that is way more fun to talk about and to have seen than to watch it. There is no reason. Like, watching it, it was excruciating, except for the, uh, the the crazy town, which was, I thought, super fun. The crazy town is legitimately a good scene in this movie. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with that. It's almost as if it were directed by somebody else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe the director handed off the uh, work for it. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna coke and do coma. Somebody uh, else take the reins on this one, guys. Hey, Jonathan, I got this like porta cam. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a little break. <laughs> These people are actually crazy. We got them really fueled up on liquor. Mm, this might not be good for me. <laughs> Hopefully, you know real Jim Cotta. <laughs> and he did. And he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys all think? Outside of Colin, Colin and myself. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> this movie's a whatever for me. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that the uh, director also did uh, Game of Death. So he's well ingrained in Bruce Lee movies. I don't know. Went from Would this have been <laughs> Into better? the Dragon Game of Death to Jim Cotta over a period of <laughs> 10 years. Would this have been better with Bruce Lee? Yes. I think that I think it would have helped. I feel I like mean, Bruce Lee would have read the script and be like, what? Yeah, I mean, I was about to say, I was going to say yes, but does yeah. he have to be a gymnast? Yeah, I can't picture him in this film. Can it just film. be like a Bruce Lee movie of like he goes to this other country and he's entered in this game? Because if that was it, that'd be cool. Would this movie have been better with Mary Kay Ortnow as the lead instead of uh, Jonathan? Does anybody know who that is? No, no. I was about to. God ask. damn it! She's like, she's she's American. <laughs> she's a she's a gymnast also, but oh, so you want you want you want like like a Mary Lou Retton kind of figure? Yeah, here. Mary Lou Retton. That's who I'm saying. <laughs> okay, that's who I'm saying. Oh, uh, Mary Mary Lou Retton. Yeah, from Scrooge. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> drops the crutches instead of a <laughs> fucking whatever is this guy's name is. Have Mary Lou Retton yeah. in there. He's a convincing Jim Cotta artist. I don't know what Jim Cotta was before this movie, but I'll just say that it's not terrible. You can watch it if you want. I guess. <laughs> Jim Cotta, <laughs> if you want, or Lamar, Lamar, let me ask you a question: Are there moments you honestly were not laughing out loud by watching this movie? I laughed out loud twice. The first time I watched it, I was laughing out loud with you because it was comical. Mm -hmm. The second time around. That's just more reason why you shouldn't really watch this movie more times than once. That's a brutal warning to well, Colin, who yeah. is now cursed to watch this movie yet again. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this this movie would have been awesome to do like a riff track to. Like, riff. I highly yeah. recommend doing I highly with recommend friends and doing like a riff to it. I highly shout out the riff tracks. <laughs> Mike Nelson and his company, they do good work. Uh, they did this movie in 2019 or 2020, I oh, believe. Sure, really? mm -hmm. 
And uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, his predecessor, they have obviously referenced it numerous times throughout their 20-year history. So it's well ingrained in that regard as being a movie that's riffable. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with this movie. Like, I... We've commented before, like, some movies are fun to watch. Some movies you need to watch with your buds. Like, this is a movie, if you've got some drinks and you've got a few people together, like-minded people who like ridiculous things, you're going to have fun with this. Like, this is not a good movie in any measurable way, but, like, it's so fucking bananas. And if you're with people and you can kind of clown on it, it makes it way more fun. Yeah, watching this movie by yourself is... It's rough. It's 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 less entertaining for sure. Um, but I mean, there are still like the, the crazy people town. I thought was was fun. Like every time, I'm he's, glad everyone kind of agrees on that. Yeah, right? every time he's doing Jim Cotta shit, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is so, this is so fucking stupid, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, the, the the problem is there's not enough Jim Cotta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there like, should have been sure. more Jim Cotta. <laughs> every time an there should have been more Jim over Cotta. Into it. The ninjas were not ninjas at all. They're just no, like they're just fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I, no joke, the ninjas kind of aggravate me. Were they I mean, more ninjas? <laughs> they were ninjas. The fact that there's no real rules kind of pissed me off with those ninjas. Not Zamir and his like close men, but like the ninjas that were stationed around. It was so confusing. But yeah, I, I overall agree that you should totally watch this movie with people. So you're yeah. saying you you all wanted a sequel to Jim Cotta? Of course. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna actually film a sequel to Jim Cotta using my iPhone and my two sons. I think we could make a better movie. Is that just gonna be you, like on a pommel horse, slapping him around, <laughs> kicking your kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eating would, him with turkey legs. That's from the Thanksgiving movie I dinner. Watch, yeah. yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> missed out on so much Jim Cotta stuff. They had the. Uh, the bar and the pommel horse. They didn't have the uh, like the rings. Yeah, the no, there were no rings. Like the uh, parallel. Nothing bars. that he trained in was ever used during the game. No, oh, that's well, a- there was there was one thing from the eastern uh, the eastern trainer where he uh, they were getting shot with the bow and arrow and he dodged the bow and arrow and it hit. Thor. Oh yeah, that was an eastern trainer thing. Yeah, okay. that- nice. Mm-hmm. It was like the blind fighting. Uh, close your eyes and listen to the sound of the arrow breaking oh, yeah. the wind. I forgot about that. Every yeah. time Colin talks about these keen observations, I'm like, damn, dude. He's one step away from loading this movie up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, Colin's gonna watch Jim Cotta again tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colin's <laughs> teaching classes on Jim Cotta. Colin's gonna go home, load up Jim Cotta, and have some chip, ch- chicken pacata. So <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a whole, a whole to do about the whole thing. I can. Uh, I'll, I'll watch it later with my wife, and then I'll have an entire future to watch Jim Cotta because she will leave me immediately. <laughs> yeah. What if that yeah. became what, 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 Colin? What if this became her favorite film ever? Like, well, just hypothetically, you come home, you're like, I gotta watch this movie. Then, and, and her first action is to be like, This is the best thing you've ever showed me. Then I could still watch him caught it forever because I will leave her immediately. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, wow, that is how unsettling Jim Cotta is in the room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, next time around, we're going to have a, a real uh, fantastic treat for you. We're going to come at you with the ginger, de- the ginger dead man <laughs> from 2005. It is a listener request. It is a movie that, that we're going to talk about. It's a movie. Our, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the ginger dead man and the start of a franchise. Oh, and, yeah. and you know... 
uh, this director, if you've listened to our podcast, because he is the director of Trancers, and boy howdy, did he go on a journey to get to, to the Ginger Dead Man. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll save that for you, and that's going to get us into uh, kind of the back end of December holidays, opening up with the Ginger Dead Man. Check out our holiday t-shirts, uh, for the love of Ginger mm-hmm. Dead Man or Gingy. But uh, anything else you guys want to say about Jim Cotta? Your love of it? I feel like I've expressed myself yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, if I'm, I ever if I ever invent like a stylized like a stylish like street drug, that I don't know what it does, but I'm gonna name it Jim Cotta. Well, okay. I think the most appropriate way to go out is quoting a beautiful song um, by Erica Goldberg, who led me to this movie in a way by Barry Goldberg, and I just want to note. Love Ninja, a love ninja. Love Ninja, snap the neck in my heart. <laughs> She's a love ninja to break my heart apart. And that's all. That's Jim Cotta, baby. That's Jim Cotta. God help us. As always, Rabbit Troop sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit Troop sucks. <laughs>